We're leaping into 2021 with Jerry B. Welcome to episode 57 of Get Spoiled. My name is Samantha Herman, joined as always by my co-hosts Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and today we'll be spoiling the feature film, Greenland. Jerry B's in your heart. It's true. Yeah, you don't need to write it. You don't need to write Jerry B down because Jerry B lives in you. You could just write the words Jerry B down and then leave it at that. It's all there. I. That's your notes, Jerry is, B. I was uh, more excited for this film than I've been for any film all year. That's not a joke. I have a very key question right now. What is the film? Because I don't know, and I didn't do any research, and I didn't even Google it. It's what a, is the film? It's a new Jerry B film called Greenland. Yeah. Greenland. Greenland. But, like, the country? Yes. Does he go there? Spoiler? Well, we'll get into all of that, because I, I thought the movie was going to be all Greenland. Apocalypse or, like, adventuring in Greenland. It's not that, and I was confused. Based on my expectations. Follow-up question. Mm -hmm. In that Walter Mitty film, didn't he go to Greenland? I couldn't say. I don't recall. It wasn't a good film. It was The film The Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Yes. Never saw. Or read. It definitely went somewhere snowy. I remember that. Pretty sure it was Greenland. That's the only... Greenland is a crazy thing, because, like, what... It just is ne- never seems to be a factor in anything other than the fact that it's and, huge like, and they're in the middle it? of the map. And uh, when the movie started and they were in a metropolitan area, I was, I'm like, is this Greenland? I'm, what is this no. movie? Greenland, I remember seeing the population because it's technically part of Europe. And I remember seeing a population of countries of Europe. And the, I think the whole population of Greenland is 700,000 people. Hmm. Well, so it could have been. Entire, the entire gigantic i mean i think it's also one of the countries that gets skewed to look larger because of the way that we slice up our typical map that we use in the west you know mm. interesting i love tetris it's so pure i, I totally agree i'm loving it what's your favorite you... block my favorite block is always has been always will be the T. Me too. Like by far, it's first of all it's purple, oh. so it's so beautiful. But it's just the most functioning one. Oh, it's so great! You can do so many things with it. You want to lay it flat? You can lay it flat. You it's want to tuck so in vertical? You can tuck in. <sighs> you, can you can tuck, tuck right in. in. You can go left left L shape. You can do right L shape. <laughs> it's killer. It, so versatile. It fits you, can on do, it. you can do nipple down. You can. You I love sure nipple can. down. Nipple down feels good when you yeah when that. you get it when you slot the whole thing in the into a T shaped hole that's the yeah. best to make a double to make a double to make line. a double that's yeah. what's up mm. I, I hate square nipple insertion double you hate square <laughs> I hate square as well I've never been like oh if I just get a square then nope. I'll clear never. or whatever I also don't like the L's because I hate prob- getting the wrong L when you need the other L I know. I know. That's what do you the, do? What do you that's do? the worst thing in Tetris. 
what do you do? Anything choice, any choice you make is bad. Yes. You're making a empty space some somewhere somehow you yeah. you are going to accept him. You're going to make an imperfection. Uh, and I That's don't. Fair. I don't. I do not accept. <laughs> I don't hate the L's, but they're lower down. Like T for sure is the best. Then line. Then the like, squiggle. This is good content. Whatever you want this to call great, that. This is great content. What's the? <laughs> okay, so number one Tetris block is the T. Number two is the line. I agree with you. You have quorum, or at least consensus. I don't know how Chris feels, but you at least have consensus on that. <laughs> What's the squiggly? Like the one that's like a Z. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So both right. of those yeah. are number three for me. Yeah, me too. Me too. I ain't mad at them. They're fine. They are, they're like the... Yeah, they're like the salami. They're just solid. Like, you're never they're mad just, at it. Dude, yeah. They're like the salami they of Tetris. Yeah. Then, whereas, uh, the <laughs> then L, whereas then T block, is what? Then, then square. T, T is the prosciutto or the um, mortadelle. It's the mortadelle. <laughs> it's the gabagool <laughs> of uh, Tetch. Hey, mama. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then number four is the L. The has to be. Yeah. And then number four is the L's. And square last. Five is square. <laughs> Thank it's you. It's so and good funny night. that it's so funny that square is the worst Tetris block because squares are like in the world, in society, in life, in nature, they're a perfect shape. We they're privileged. our houses are squares, you know. And it doesn't have any stick out, so you'd think, oh, that's smooth, that's clean, like the line. No but stick outs. And yeah. turns out you need imperfections. You what if it want... was a double stacked? <laughs> so it was like a two lines glued together. That would be tight. I'd be in for that. Two lines glued together. Like two squares on stacked on top of each other. Or same thing really. That'd be hard to wield. There's a very good looking woman in Greenland, uh, Monica Backerin, as I call her, Mrs. Brody. I've always been she, a big fan. She yeah, she looks a little bit like um like a bird or something. But she's a striking woman. Mm-hmm. Striking. She's currently yeah. with child with um, the OC. What, what the OC? The, the main guy. County? <laughs> the main guy, not Seth Cohen. The other one. Oh, uh, Gotham. Ben. Yeah. yeah Gotham. Whatever the fuck. Ben Foster. Ben McKenzie. His name. Ben Ryan. McKenzie. Ben McKenzie. Ryan on the OC, right? It was Ryan? Yeah, the guy who put his hands in his pockets and pouted. Yeah. And talked about Chino, and how he was never going back. <laughs> No, 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 going back to Chino. Yeah, they're together. They're together? Oh, that's great. I like him. I watched the first episode of Gotham, and I thought, good for him. I'm never watching this again, but good for him. It's not very good, you see. It's just not very good. I've never yeah. watched. It's, I think it's... Don't watch it. I'm not gonna... And yet it's gone for like five or six seasons at least, I feel, and has several spinoffs. Yeah. Yeah, it's a success. Funny that. It's it's weird. TV, it's so beautiful like that. There's something for everyone, you know? I like fun. You like fun? You like passion? I do. You like passion? You like men doing things together? I really like do. M- I love men that. passionately doing things together? <laughs> yeah. You like Gerard Butler? I love like Gerard, Gerard Butler. Butler. So first you of like all, Greenland. I was so excited country. to see this movie. I thought it Loves was on. Greenland. I thought it was on last week, 
but it was premiering last week, and I was I was ready. And then I learned the morning of that I had gotten the date wrong, and I was genuinely devastated. I was so sad. Is this sad. a HBO Max joint? Uh, it's an Amazon rental, an Amazon VOD. VOD. Like it? I don't get it with Prime. Correct. Oh my god. That's fine. It's for Jerry. It's fine. It's for Jerry, <laughs> for and, Jerry. Mar- and Morena. For Jerry. You know what would be a I cool believe- feature in Netflix is if you could like friend list. I know everything is like lame to have a friend list, but in this way, I think it'd be cool if you could like send a recommendation. I'd love it. it, and I would be down. And also with Spotify, I like that I can see like what Chris is listening to. I love it. Yeah, I love that great. feature. Oh, I didn't Wild, know. I didn't I know you it. could friend each other on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, you can follow anyone. It's great. That's it's uh, great. It's yeah. I often see what you're playing. Yeah, me too. It makes me feel connected to you. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I have a Spotify. Please don't follow me. I think I've used it like three times, and it would be embarrassing. <laughs> just why? It would just be Miami Sound Machine, <laughs> Gloria Estefan, and the Miami Sound Machine. <laughs> And then like, Harry Styles. Like, basically. Styles. <laughs> Styles' most recent albums have been very strong. I'm with you on Harry. I, I'm a fan. Jerry B? We have, no. Sam's Country has Jerry B. Oh, no, he's Scottish. And plays well, Scottish in the film Greenland. It's actually a plot point, slightly. Wow, he rarely, he rarely lets to let the Scottish accent loose. Mm-hmm. That's a real treat for him. <laughs> And, okay, I do want to circle back to the three-timers club. We've established Melissa McCarthy and Wahlberg are common. We we hope not. We're starting to think about him. <laughs> Liam Neeson, I think, is he a three-timer? He did Cold Pursuit. Or we did Cold Pursuit. We did the one the recently. Thief. Where the, uh, the Honest Thief. And... That could be it, though. That could be it for Liam. Okay. And Jerry B., Hunter Killer. Maybe my favorite episode. Yeah. Uh, the third edition of the Fallen's. Oh yeah, the King of the Fallen Kingdom. The King has fallen. Whatever, Angel has oh, no, fallen. Oh, yeah, yeah, Angel has fallen. Angel has fallen. On sorry, on hell has fallen. <laughs> on hell has fallen. That was a pretty good movie. Both of Jerry B's movies have been bangers. <laughs> and now Greenland. And now a movie about Green- a man. And he goes to Greenland. I'll tell you what about Scottish. this movie. So I was and watching. He's grizzled. <laughs> Yeah, but not that grizzled. This is a very... Medium grizzled. Like a less action-y movie than I was anticipating. This movie really threw me for a loop at multiple times of not going where I thought it was going to go. And that was fun. You don't get that every day. Um, and I was watching it with my brother on text, and we were the same. We're like, okay, now it's going to be this. And then it, we were wrong every time. Very exciting. That's well, fun. Like, yeah. yeah. You got duped. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be very action-y, very um, setting off, staving off the disaster. I won't tell you what it is until we get into it, but that's what I thought it was going to be, a disaster stave off. I was wrong. That Jer- Jerry would would actually be able to reduce the impact of a natural disaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's not just that he would be able to. It's what he would do. Like in the Armageddon tradition. Of mm-hmm. course. The of grand course. tradition. <laughs> Very grand. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that. A script that zigs, and when it's supposed to zag, is always welcome. 
on this show. I said, I think every every 15 to 25 minutes, are they going to Greenland? Is this Greenland? I'm looking forward to that. That's basically (laughs) what I'm going to be asking in the next few minutes. Every few minutes. Is that Greenland? Is this Greenland? Is this Greenland? (laughs) Are they going? Have they gone? Did it start in Greenland? What's happening? Is this Greenland, Greenland is green? Is it, yeah, it's not green. Is Greenland green? Is it supposed to be green? But this is the thing, right? This is like the joke that all uh, my cartographer colleagues make, which is that uh, Greenland is not actually green. Iceland is kind of green, but Greenland is icy, so they got the names mixed up. Got to throw you off the scent. <laughs> is that a plot point in this movie? Uh, no, but I can confirm it's icy. Once we do, in fact, get to Greenland, spoiler alert. Icy. It's icy. Oh, you have spoiled a lot there. They do (laughs) make it to Greenland. Is Greenland like the enemy? Do they have to fight Greenland? I'm so excited. I don't know where this is going to go. Is this a Viking film? (laughs) It's not. And it's it's more dramatic and way less action-y than you might anticipate, or at least less than I anticipated. Is it sensuous? It is sadly not. Oh, yeah. Well, let's just start down this journey of my really bad handwriting notes so it's borderline illegible where does it start i didn't jerry start i didn't know so i'm just gonna take you on my journey you didn't know all right yeah i know i know now but i did not know so it starts at the top of a skyscraper in construction jerry is there he's in the helmet he's talking with his team uh that Normally, he would stay even longer. He likes to oversee everything. But, like, it's fine. Just go. And none of that matters to anything. Um, but that's how it starts. So he's uh, he's obviously in some sort of construction leadership position. Yeah, we later realize that he's a structural engineer. Seems to be very successful. And um, then he drives home through a wealthy neighborhood. And so then I was confused. I'm like, is he just like the construction foreman? Because I don't think this house matches that. So uh, definitely in a like wealth role. Sounds like you had as many questions then as I do now. (laughs) I did. I sure did. So he walks into the house. Marina Baccarin is his wife, estranged wife. Her name is Allison. She's on the treadmill with headphones on. He gets her attention. And uh, there's definitely thick tension in the air between them. It seems like... Um, they're definitely separated and he's been not in the home for some amount of time, like some amount of days where they needed some breathing room from each other. And now he's been welcomed back. I don't really know why exactly now, but this is his first day back and there's a lot of hesitation between them. Hmm. Wow. This is already not where I expected this to go. I know. I know. And we also meet their son, Nathan. And he's got, like, this patch on his stomach, um, and we realize he's a type 1 diabetic. So it's like the insulin checker thing that you adhere Mm. to yourself. Um, And so I'm like, okay, that's going to need attention later. Note to self. Absolutely. Absolutely. Might might become an issue when a natural disaster strikes the earth. (laughs) Yeah, or, like, finding a pharmacy in Greenland, probably not that easy. (laughs) There's a lot. So then they're all watching the news, and it's not – it doesn't sound dire yet. It's just kind of of matter-of-fact news like, yep, there's a comet named Clark. It's en route towards Earth, but it's being broken up into fragments, kind of like the Armageddon thing. Um, 
that they were trying to do. And so it won't be that bad, but like definitely brace for some light impact. That's the news of the day. And we see like a little bit of the fragments trailing through the through the skies. It's already visible. Already visible from the earth. Yeah. But no one's really upset yet. It's just like, okay, this is happening. We're following the news. We kind of even make it into like a watch party, like the moon landing. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, wait and see, I guess, is the name of the game. Yep. So There was that meteor in the sky in the summer, right? Uh, it, it hung around oh, yeah. for a couple of weeks. So it was pretty cool looking. I mean, these things do happen, right? So, and if you didn't know exactly what it was at first or, uh, I don't know. I would be upset, I think. I feel like Jerry is being cautious, regardless of what else is happening. They all seem, like, kind of chill. So they're hosting a barbecue that day, and she sends him to the grocery store. He goes with the son, and as they're driving, he sees um, a fleet of air jets, like military air jets, and that starts him getting to be more suspicious. I'm like, oh, on the news, it seemed like it was not that big a deal. Then why is there this unusual gaggle of military jets in the air that's odd like like f-14s like yeah jets. yeah what? um and then as they're driving home from the grocery store there's military trucks on the roads too like lots of them oh boy so and do we, we don't we don't know what city we're in we just know it's not in greenland <laughs> it's not in greenland i was so i'm like is this greenland i don't understand do they have stores like this so i'll just cut no. to the chase it's it, they're it's... Uh, i think georgia somewhere Georgia. Georgia the country, obviously. (laughs) So then, as Jerry B. and the son are going home, Jerry B. gets a phone call. Well, first he gets an alert in the grocery store uh, that says, it's like a emergency alert, like an Amber Alert style about the comet. But then he looks over at another patron of the grocery store, and she doesn't have the alert. So he's the only one getting it in the crowd Mm. around him. Which is intriguing, and so then he gets a phone call and it's he must automated. Have like a special app. Yeah, <laughs> he's on. He's on, he's on a list. He know? is. He is he's on a list. A need to know list. He is. And then okay, mm-hmm. I'll just skip. That's so awesome. I'll go through I this and then I'll go through my assumption. So then the president calls, but it's automated. Jared. It's like hey, calls. yeah, but oh. it's automated. So it's like hello, Mister Gerard Butler. You have been selected for an. A special list. Please pack a bag for one week and go to whatever, like that kind of thing. But and the wife is all also getting one at home on the TV, but she, I think, was in the shower or something, so she doesn't hear it. Which that yeah, doesn't really matter, but that wow. happens. She just had a great Peloton session <laughs> with, uh, with Robin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's she's just riding that endorphin high. You know, mm-hmm. she's earned that crown. So, is that what you, she's you part of the crowns? wolf pack. So he, Jerry does, B goes does home. Does Peloton give you like rewards? Is there a reward? Does it like, of course, give you it's gold all gamified. You get, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's sick. There's That's badges. Sick. It's a whole thing. Yeah. I, I've been perusing Samantha's profile. She's got many badges. Oh, yeah. Are you badged up? I'm badged oh, up. Badged, badged the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I got to the Century Club. That's your 100th ride. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. I got a t-shirt. It's pretty cool. Really? Yeah. They, they, yeah, they you send you t-shirt? shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you make a t- when you hit certain milestones, they send you stuff. Wow. 
That's so nice. So Tell you're getting one tomorrow? <laughs> you guys never send me anything. It's true. That's true. But I, I mean, you don't pay my subscription fees, so. No, and I don't push you through a fucking intense sesh. Not, no, well, not today. Not of the body. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just the heart and mind. So Jerry B comes home. Now the barbecue is underway. Um, the friends are already there and they're watching the news with the fragments. And he tries to pull the wife aside to discuss this weird alert that he's gotten. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, Jerry B, he might be in the construction game, but he's like Liam Neeson and Taken. He's got special skills of um, like action style. I was mm-hmm. wrong. But that was where my mind was at this point. Maybe he's the best oil driller <laughs> in the world. <laughs> He's he's got experience with construction on skyscrapers, and skyscrapers are high in the sky. High in the sky. I see where you're going with this. I mean, he does have special skills, but I thought it was going to be more like, oh, he's got a military background. He's going to be like on the ground in combat. Maybe or, it's more or, a military strategy kind of guy. Well, it's none. It's none of that. But this is just he's what a my structural head was. engineer. You see. Yep. So he tries to get the wife aside to talk about the alerts, but the barbecue is happening. They're kind of in host mode. They can't get her attention. And then the news is like, okay, we're going to show you something. It's very disturbing. Um, be warned. And so they show the first fragment landing on Earth. And it yes. just, like, destroys all of Florida. So they even feel, like, a bit of the shockwave. And that's when I realized they were just north of Florida. Mm. It destroys Florida. Yeah, it just like <laughs> explodes all of it. Like it lands and then it just shows a ripple of like flames, basically. What is the camera angle on something like that? How do you get Florida in the shot? Um, Maybe it was someone was shooting from up the coast just like, on their cell phone. No, from like and satellite and images. You see like the whole state and the thing the lands and you see like, yeah, you see streaming. the shockwave and then just pff, whole state yeah. gone. Yeah, gone. Florida, gone. I not, mean, not good, guys. We need a structural it, engineer to reattach Florida. Maybe it is, though. America's dick. <laughs> America's <laughs> dick. No, the Raptors are playing there this year. No, we need Florida. We can't lose it. It's America's dick. <laughs> it really is. Um, okay, so knowing Jerry, as we do, I feel like well. he's he's going to jump into problem-solving mode you know but, he's not gonna get caught up with the emotional overtones here but that's what i thought but this Focus. movie is twists and turns jerry doesn't well, behave like i anticipate at all so then they get another alert and this time it comes on the tv so all the neighbors that are over see it and this time it's even more explicit it's like you have been chosen here is your qr code that has been sent to your phone you have been chosen for relocation please follow the instructions and get to such and such airport for this flight and pack only one bag uh and you can bring no one else with you so they're everyone's just like frantic the neighbors are like what the hell we're not getting the alerts why you why not us what's happening and oh i'm into this Jerry- yeah, i'm into this too <laughs> should i watch this movie yeah, <laughs> this is great i was this into is it. a lot of chosen fun. yep yeah so, please get to the airport yeah pack. One bag. Exactly. You may bring zero guests. Yep. 
So they're just like running around the household, packing up everything, including the son's insulin and shots and stuff for his diabetes. Um, and they're frantically getting in the car. The neighbors are freaking out. And as they get in the car, one neighbor like runs up and is pounding on the on the window of the car, saying like, "Just take her, please, just take her, take our daughter, take her with you." And they refuse. The white Allison kind of is tempted, but Jerry B is like very stern. He's like, "We can't, we can't." He keeps driving off trying to get around them and it was pretty heartbreaking the son's crying because it's his friend um it was chaotic and yeah it was upsetting and then the wife is screaming at jerry b she's like you have to go back and he says what and then take her to the airport and have her be alone when they turn her away i'm like jerry b you've got a point he's got a point yeah it's got a point yeah, it's it's a losing game he he I only mean, had one choice i normally would expect jerry b to have some sort of prepper style bunker available to you know and <laughs> since they would be have a means of egress from um from america it sounds like maybe he would offer the neighbors access to his bunker <laughs> yeah but um but uh it, it doesn't seem that this, this is the jerry that we're getting sometimes you know you get the jerry b you deserve is the <laughs> saying the, i think yeah i think i think it is and, and he knows that and he realized this is the jerry b that america deserves right now yeah I'm, a Jerry listen, B who is unprepared. To the rules and do what the president's recording tells yeah, you. Yeah, unprepared. Not an action hero. A family man. Uh, a science engineer. A, a science man. Mm-hmm. A science engineer. I'll tell yeah. you he's why. Gonna punch, he's going to punch somebody in the face, right? Like, I, he's going to punch somebody in the face. I enjoyed this film. I want to be very clear. I was, how, I was locked in. How bearded is he? Bearded. Full beard. <laughs> full beard, but like not the, bearded, he's not bearded. like mountain he's man beard. beard, like groomed but beard, not stubble beard. And 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 in terms of the various incarnations of Jerry B, how was your feelings towards him? Positive. Positive. Sensuous. Romantical. Um, I think Congrats. this is the date, the Jerry B iteration that is dateable for me. Yeah, he's this is this is right in your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. This is the one. All right. Hmm. All right. I've seen a lot of his films. Like Science I said, B. a few fewer than I thought. So I'm going to go back to the well, but I've seen a lot of his films. Like an amount that's not okay. It's very okay. <laughs> it's very it's okay. Show. Have you seen Den of Thieves? I have. It's pretty good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's directed by Victor Newman's real life son. Oh, wow. Now I like even more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hans Gudegast. Yep, I watched it during quarantine. <laughs> Wonderful. It's been recent, yeah. Is Solid. his son's last name Gudegast? Yes, it is. Christian Gudegast. Good times. Guys, movies are the greatest. The movie industry is the greatest business in the world. No, it never, really is. I'll never think otherwise. Traffic is crazy. It's pandemonium. Everyone's As racing usual. to the airport, not just the ones mm-hmm. who've been called, but everyone who has gotten wind of this. And he Are we off- headed to the Atlanta airport? I think, Junction? I think so. Well, no, it seems smaller. It seems smaller okay. than... I think it was a military airport. Oh, right. Uh, of course. Yeah. That um, makes sense. Dirty South uh, military base. Yeah. So yeah. he's... Air Force. <laughs> Uh, he off-roads it a little bit to like an off-route, um, a better nice. route. So that's when his uh, slight special skills come into play. So he's racing kind of in the side road situation and off the freeway. 
And as the son is in the back kind of gathering his stuff, including his beloved blankie, like Linus, his medicine mm. falls out of it. His little case with his medicine falls into the underside of the seat. That's well, not going to be good in Greenland. No. We're not even... That? We're not, we're not what kind, of a, yet. What kind of a ride is Jerry B got? Has he got a sensible engineer ride or is he, is he packing some 4WD? I like a family SUV. Mm, of course. Yeah, I guess typical. Yeah. Everybody's got an SUV. That's just a normal yeah. car now. So you yeah. can off-road if you need yeah. to. So they arrive at the airport. It's, it's insane. There's crowds fighting to get to the front. And it's just like chain link fence and military guys with guns manning this, um, the entry point into the actual hangar area. So you don't go into yep. the airport, airport, it's straight onto the plane, like uh, freighter-style jets with the ramp down kind of thing. Love it. Like the, like the ass ramp? Yeah. Yeah. The big, uh, like, uh, wide-body jets for carrying lots of stuff and people? Yeah. So there's a bunch of those there. Operation Dumbo Drop. <laughs> yeah. So there's Tom a bunch Cruise of jumps those. <laughs> Tom Cruise jumps out of one at the beginning of Mission Impossible 6. That's correct. He does. <sighs> anyway. Okay. Or you can push an elephant out of it. <laughs> or you can push. Why did they do that? I'm not Why quite sure. I don't remember. Elephant? I did see that film. I don't think I've seen it. I did too. Because Dennis Leary was in it. And I was really a big fan of him. <laughs> as like a 13-year-old boy. That's weird. <laughs> I, I really like his stand-up comedy album. I was obsessed you with like it. You like his stand-up comedy album. And it's just foreshadowing of you being an angry old man. I know. I know. <laughs> He was like, I love to smoke. I'll never stop smoking. And I was yeah. like, yeah, you rock. Yeah. <laughs> I don't smoke. But I really respected his right to. <laughs> hey, back to the airport. So, so we don't know why they, they we don't know why they dropped an elephant out of an airplane in Operation Dumbo Drop. No, listeners, report back. Um Okay. So yeah, it's just like people shouting, trying to get ahead. You can see that there are um scanner people checking the QR codes. Um, as per the instructions and Jerry and family are on the back and struggling to get to the front of the crowd. So it's not the Jerry you and I are used to where, which would be like, he's front of the line immediately, like pushing through people. He's a little mild mannered. Yeah. Wow. He would, uh, he would just, he would have a technique that would allow him to part the crowd. He wouldn't yeah. have to muscle them out of the way. Really? You know, yeah. he would say something. It's not yeah. that, he'd it's not that arm, Jerry. Be. He'd put his hand on somebody and just be like, brother, it's not be your well. time. <laughs> Not your time. It's not your time. <laughs> yeah, and so that guy would listen to him and be the like, professionals are here. So that's not the Jerry B we're getting. He's struggling. Finally, they inch their way to the front. They get checked in. They each get a wristband that corresponds with their QR code um, with their name on it. So it's very specific to them. Sounds like a conference. Yeah, so finally they get in closer to the area where people are the the chosen people are being filtered, um, and they're instructed to put everything from their luggage into one bag, like one style of bag that is being provided. And they're like, "We brought one bag each," and they're like, "You didn't read the instructions. It's one bag per family, so you have to rebag." So they're like, "Okay, okay." So they're unpacking their stuff and trying to figure out what to put into this one allowable bag and they put the son's blanket in which i thought was a mistake like that's bulky that's waste of Blankets volume take up so much space yeah. yeah yeah wrap it around his shoulders or something i know but at that point they realize that his medicine is gone so okay a couple questions mm -hmm. the the ratio of people who are going to be flown out to people who are outside screaming trying to get in is what like well, probably one like to, one to a thousand 
you would think, right? Probably like five to one, five non-chosen to one chosen. And so we're talking about like enough people to fill up that plane, but not that many more who are now being pro, like, it's like 20 people, 50 people, 300 no, people. It's, I think they said 2000 people per jet. And I think plane? there are four or five. Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a lot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, these are jets. So it's like oh a pretty God. big yeah. throng of people, but the ratio isn't like, oh, everyone who knows about this is clamoring to be here. And the next question is like, there's no hesitation because everyone feels the danger is so imminent that there's not people being like, where are you taking us? They're just like, we know we have to get the hell out of here. We don't ask any questions. Basically. I was asking, like, is this I Greenland mean, still? Where are they? Yeah, you'd be, you'd be <laughs> asking a lot about where is Greenland. <laughs> Should I pack um, a sweater? <laughs> yeah, but I need to figure out what I'm, I'm going to pack. I'm willing to accept a very few amount of questions because... Everybody saw Florida, the state of Florida, America's dick, explode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. America's dick exploded. Yeah. The whole thing. The whole yeah. dick. And the balls are next. And Georgia's the balls. Yeah. And, like, they know there's more fragments <laughs> coming. That was just the first of many fragments that they could even see in the naked sky. Oh, God. All right. Well, hey. So they got to pack their stuff into one of those uh, gray fatigue yep. uh, duffel bags. Exactly. And yep. yeah, people are shouting, trying to get through. It seemed, and also, I'm like, who are these people monitoring this? Because they're not getting onto the plane. I don't think I would be volunteering for this, which does come up later. But I, that was in my mind. Um, Sorry, who are who are the people? What? Oh, the the military people. That yeah, are like the check-in to... people that are not chosen, yeah. but they have to run the people this who crowd. Are running the conference and yeah. giving you wristbands. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's an internship. I think as long as you tell people it's an internship, then they'll they'll do anything. So, yeah, you don't have to pay them either. No, it's true. So that's just good business. They realize that they don't have the medicine, and this also shocked me. I thought, okay, that's just going to be an issue for the rest of the movie. No, Jerry B is like, how much time do I have before the plane takes off? And some worker guy's like, I don't know, fifteen minutes. He's like, I'll be right back. I have my wristband. Can I get back through if I have my wristband? They're like, fine, I guess, fine. So he goes racing back to the car to try and find the missing medicine. Surprised me. Splitting up from Allison and Nathan who stay in the check in area. Yep. That's yep. that surprises me too, considering where it feels like tens of thousands of people are in play in and around this airport. Yep. So he goes running back. He does find it. Meanwhile, Allison and Nathan try and check in. And she's like, I want to make sure that when my husband comes back, he gets on our plane so we don't mm-hmm. get separated, which is something they did not discuss. And so she goes into this, like, tented, like, office area. It's like, okay, we'll try and make sure we can synergize this. And so they scan them. And, oh, and she says, he went to get our son's medicine. He'll be right back. And they say, what do you mean your son's medicine? And she says he has diabetes. And they say, oh, well, he should have been flagged. He's undesirable. You should not Mm -hmm. be on this chosen list. So, yeah. So they want to rebuild the human race on Greenland. We don't even know it's Greenland yet, other than it's the title of the film. Greenland. So good. This movie so good. What does anybody know about it? (laughs) Nobody knows anything. So their wristbands are deactivated. Or, like, they're flagged when you scan them. But that the kid is not meant to go. And she's freaking out. She's like, well, my husband's going to come back and he's going to board a plane. What do I do? I have to find him and let him know. And so there's no cell signal. They're not able to text or call each other. Jerry has come back. He's made it back through the crowd. And he, then he asks, he's like, I can't find my wife and son. Like, obviously Jerry, this is pandemonium. 
we didn't make any game plan. Like, I'll meet you there when I get back. But fine, it's chaos. I don't hold him blame to blame for that. Um, He's so, but a mild-mannered engineer. I know. Yeah. And I guess he was, his first thing was, she'll get on that plane. I, I, They're getting on the plane. But there's multiple planes, and they don't know where they're going. Yeah, but he wouldn't, he, he probably wouldn't even care. He'd be like, all that matters. Well, yeah, because he has to get the boy the medicine. So, yeah, meeting up with his son again is extremely important. Yeah. And they and don't what know. What if all that... the planes are going to a different exactly. place? Exactly. So he asks, he's like, do I need to get on, but I need to find my wife. And he's informed they're all going to the same place. Don't worry about it. You can convene on the other side. So he's okay with that. He gets on one of them. So he's on one of the planes, seated. Um, and Allison and Nathan are not. They're detained. They're trying to find him and reach him to get him to not board, which he's already done. And then at the very last second, when the door is basically closing, some other guy, another passenger near him, sees that he's holding this medical kit. And they're like, how do you – what is that? And he's like, oh, it's for my son because he still doesn't know the undesirable thing. And the guy gets mad. He's like, my nephew couldn't come. Like, do you know someone? Like, do you have an in? How were you allowed to do this? And Jerry clues in that, okay, maybe they were turned away. And at the very last second, he runs off. Also surprised me. Hmm. It surprised you that he ran off the plane? You thought he'd stay to get the mission done? I just didn't think the movie was going to go that way. I thought they were going to be separated, like, right. more so. Of course. I mean, yeah. Even a like, dead, you know, even a dead wife and child is a common trope in, in such Jerry B. and other <laughs> movies, right? Where that allows him to pursue his, you know, straight-ahead mission. Calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His, yeah. his but, presidential uh, SMS. Exactly. <laughs> but, no, he runs off. Um, and meanwhile, the crowd breaches the fencing and stuff. The non-chosen crowd breaches, and there's a shootout, and um, fuel Damn. get the fuel area gets shot, and um, it's leaking, and like that gets shot, and then there's like a mini explosion. Like, did any of those planes even go? I couldn't even really tell. So everyone's running. I think three of the planes are okay, but one gets fuel leak shot, and it's just, like, more and more chaos. Allison and Nathan are, like, totally separated from Jerry B. She finds their vehicle, um, and she's like, oh, Dad must have been here because your medicine's gone. So then she texts him, we're going to Grandpa's, meet us there, and also leaves a physical note on the dash of the car saying the same. Huh. All right. Well, uh... Okay, this is not how I thought this was going to go I either. I know, I know. So then... Smart to leave that note. Text and physical note. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yep. I was charmed by that. Um, so then <laughs> she goes to a pharmacy. She's like, okay, we'll just find like something temporarily that will do for your medicine because his levels are going low and he needs sugar, like a, a bite of something to get his levels back, all that diabetes stuff. Mm-hmm. And the pharmacy is, like, equally chaotic as everywhere else. There's looters. No, there's more shootouts. Um, and a guy who's one of the villains of this uh, listens to her plea. She's like, my son's just seven. We just want to get out of here. And he takes her hand and leads her out of the pharmacy, back out to safety. And they end up hitchhiking with Hope Davis and some other guy who's in a lot of stuff. David Denham is his name. Hmm. Um, so there are a couple, and they're like, where are you going? And she says, I'm trying to get to my father in um, Lexington, Kentucky. So they're now going north. Um, and the couple says, okay, we'll take you, like, at least part of the way. 
and they also spot the wristbands, but they don't comment yet. So mm. every... Hmm. <laughs> but the the word about those wristbands couldn't have spread so fast. They seem keyed in. Internet, I mean. Yeah, but check, I mean, check your Twitter account. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess so. Meanwhile, Jerry B goes to a rooftop party, which is just like a club rager, like end of world situation. Nice, nice choice. That's where I'd be. (laughs) Trying to get cell reception and he can't get through. They have like, they kind of are able to get a call through, but it's so choppy. They can't really communicate. She's shouting like, meet me at dad's and like nothing. But he already has the note. So that was kind of lame. He already knows. Um. (laughs) And so they see more comet fragments in the sky, and now there's news reports saying this could be extinction level. Extinction level. Yeah, Florida exploded. Yeah. yeah. We knew that when Florida, when the state of Florida <laughs> was obliterated. Yeah. Are they giving any more details as to what exactly is going on, other than fragments? No. It's just a comet right. that got broken up and is, like, hurtling towards Earth. And right, at the right. at the in the volume, I guess they now know. And based on the Florida thing and other places across the world, like it's extinction level drama. Um, let's see. Okay, then Jerry B also hitchhikes with a different group, uh, more like a uh, like what the Mexican trying getting over the border. What are those? There's a term for that. Coyotes? Right, yeah, yeah. Like a truck, like a flatbed, like a lot of people crammed in. Yeah, so I'm not comparing the situation to that, but that's just the vehicle looks like that. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, okay. So Jerry B's in the back, he's chatting up some guy, and he he also has his wristband, and the guy says, oh, you got one, you were chosen, what do you do? Because my mom was chosen, and she's a doctor. And Jerry B says, I'm a structural engineer, I don't know why I was chosen. And he's like, that's why, because they're going to need everyone with like high-level education and skills to rebuild. So finally, Jerry B starts cluing in, um, but he's still just one-track mind, also trying to get to Lexington to hopefully meet up with them at the father-in-law. Um, and while he's in this vehicle, he learns from this crew that they've been tracking military communication, like over the scanner, like the CB of military. Uh, and they've oh, heard chatter. These guys are pretty dope, right? Yeah. Yeah. They've heard <laughs> chatter about Greenland. So this is the first time Greenland is mentioned in the film. Greenland. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. It's a country. Yep. So next then, to North America. And then across the bench from Jerry B is this like thuggy, hickey guy. He sees the wristband. He's like, you're not even from here. You're from Scotland. Why the hell were you chosen? Why do you have a wristband? Give it to me. And Jerry B says, look, it's useless. I'm not even using it. I'm trying to get to my son and it's got my name on it. It would be no value to you. And he's like, well, then you give me your driver's license as well. So then they hmm. get into a scuffle. Touché. Yeah, so finally there's some action. They get into a big fight in the back of the car. Here we go. Let's go, Jerry. Kick <laughs> <Yeah. Pick> his ass. <laughs> okay, but I'll cut back to that in a second. But then first we visit Allison in the back of the vehicle with the son, the other vehicle. Hitchhiking. Hitchhiking. Hitchhiking with, with Hope so Davis got, and uh, Roy yeah. from the office. Yeah, so we've got tandem <laughs> hitchhike vehicles at this point. Um, yeah, so awesome. So in her situation... We can tell that they're, like, eyeing the wristbands and being, like, really creepy about it. And 
like speaking in like pervy tones of voice. It's like you, mm. I like uh, how your parents failed you, kid. Like we could get you there, we could help you if we had the wristbands, the right wristbands with you. Come on, get out of the car with us. So he pulls over. And the wife, Hope Davis, is kind of screaming because the husband's going beyond what I guess they had planned. And Allison is screaming. The son's freaking out. And Roy from the office throws Allison out of the car, leaving the son in the car, snatches off her wristband, but it breaks. Um, and just snatches leaves off, her wristband. Off her wristband yeah. as he's tossing her out of the car. Yeah. And... Okay. That's that. He just leaves her at the side of the road and takes off with the kid. I like these guys. They're survivors. <laughs> Back to Jerry B's vehicle. Like I said, yeah, fight. he's being taunted. They get into a big scuffle. Everyone gets involved. So there's probably like 20 or 30 guys in the back of this bench caravan. So it's a big fight. And they're fight. all fighting in a moving caravan? Yeah. And the, <laughs> Fabulous. And then the yeah. truck, like the driver gets spooked and he kind of drives into the other lane and gets like bonked by another car and oh my god like the truck is getting rocked back and forth um and then it's such an aggressive bonking that jerry b and a few of the others like ram into the side of the truck and break the wall of it because it's not like a full car it's just like ramshackle truck bed yep. kind of thing then yep. they just go flying off the car and into a field this is wild. <laughs> How was Jerry doing in this? How was he doing in that fight? I mean, he's holding his own, but it didn't seem like skills that were buried deep had emerged. He's just getting by. Just, just yeah. getting by. It's getting by purely on the love for his son, not mm-hmm. his killing skills. Exactly. Okay. That's, it's hard for me to imagine. I know. Get, I know. There. I know. It was hard I'll to watch. <laughs> it was confusing to watch. Yeah. So, down scream. is up. Up is down. I know. He didn't scream, this is Sparta, and just rip all those guys' <laughs> heads off their bodies with his bare hands? No, he didn't. So now they're in the field, and the, like the same bad guys that had attacked him also had been flung out, so they re-engage with the fight. And yes! They had, uh, they had a hammer. One of them had a hammer, so he gets oh, no. it first. And so it's him flanked on either side by two guys. And so he's just like flailing like at one, flailing at the other, you know, trying to stave them off. Um, Yeah, he's got the hammer. Yeah. That's a tough, that's an even fight. Yep. He's got the hammer. And then a surprise to him even, he like doesn't even realize it's happening, but he strikes one of the bad guys in the side of the head with the hammer killing him. And he is appalled by it. Like it wasn't even on purpose. He was just trying to like get away and save himself. Mm-hmm. Because he's Jason Bourne, and he just forgot that he had killing skills. <laughs> not I even. See. That's why the president I texted see. him. Yeah, for the not, killing. Not even. So he's freaked out, and then the guy that had been nice to him with the uh, doctor mother, he also gets killed, um, but from the flinging out of the car, not from physical aggression. Damn. You know, so, they say that it's really hard for people who have musical training to, like, sing off key on purpose and stuff, and I feel like the same will be true for Jerry B., playing someone yeah. who doesn't know how to fight with a hammer. It was crazy. You know? How could you <laughs> to convincingly play someone who doesn't know how to fight with a hammer when clearly you were born to fight with a hammer? <laughs> I totally agree. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the scene was actually written differently and he, the character was to kill no one and Jerry B did his best, but he still killed one guy <laughs> by putting a hammer yeah. in his head. Like, killed, and, killed him in real life and they had to keep it in. Absolutely. Jerry was like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry, everybody. Like, I know that was on script. They're like, it's okay, Jerry. Like, 
We knew you'd probably you kill do. one. We knew you'd yeah. probably kill one. We're going to use we it. We budgeted for it. Yeah. <laughs> so Jerry B runs off from this field. He still has the son's medication somehow. Does he still have the hammer? Or did he leave it in the man's head? Uh, he leaves it in the man's head. <laughs> okay, I would have kept it. Yeah, but it was pretty gruesome. Like, it's in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait what did the second guy do because he was fighting two men i think what that one guy... runs off yeah that's fair i would as well <laughs> yeah so back to allison she's stuck on a highway just screaming wondering what to do <laughs> um like she has no way to get anywhere and doesn't know where they've gone off with them except she thinks she'd overheard them talking that there was another um another airport that was doing the same thing so it wasn't just the first airport that they had gone to and turned away from like there's a bunch of depots for this yeah. expedition and that's so she airport. assumes that's where they're heading to next mm-hmm. in the kentucky area mm-hmm. so a minivan pulls up and picks her up there's a lot of vehicle hitchhiking in this film so now she's in a minivan with his family oh. and on her way she's like can you just take me like as close to that kentucky airport so they seem nice they're not scheming like the bad like the hope davis bad couple um back to them they've fixed the wristband with a rubber band like i said they get to the checkpoint um they try to check in and they're like okay kid you better just shut your trap if anyone asks we're your parents and we're gonna get on this plane got it got it so they're at the checkpoint did they take take the bracelet off the kid and does hope davis have that bracelet now nope they left it on the kid and she's i think she's wearing the rubber band one because she has to have a female name because Allison's name is on it. Right. Right. So Roy from The Office is not wearing a bracelet. Correct. So he's like, we lost one. Oh, we got robbed. But check in my son. Check in my wife. Um, please let us go. Like, we're all chosen. And the guy's like, the check-in guy is like kind of believing it. Because at this point, it's so chaotic. It's hard to really like be that rules abiding. But then the yep. son rats and he's like, these are my parents. They took me. I'm like, way to go, Nathan. Nice. Nice, Nathan, yeah. Who's Jerry B now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Forget Jerry B. We got Nathan coming yep. to step on Jerry B's block. Here he comes. <laughs> yeah. Let's go, Nathan. So then the check-in guy looks closer at the wristbands and sees that it's been fixed up with the rubber band, and he's like, get the hell out of here. And so he takes Nathan and rejects Hope Davis and office guy. Boom. Yep. I was impressed hey, by young Nathan. I'm impressed by young Nathan, but, like, no hate on... Uh, Hope Davis or Roy from the office like they probably knew their plan was pretty desperate and like what else are you gonna do not try a crazy plan yeah seriously I guess but you have like, kidnapped a child it's it's rough it's but, yeah, rough. desperate times desperate times yeah morality not great but logistics wise <laughs> plan wise pretty good yeah I mean they got really far <laughs> yeah well I, I wish them all the best <laughs> they're is that? Are they done now? They're done they, now. They're done now. Okay. Yeah, they probably done. didn't make it to Greenland. No, definitely not. So back to Allison. The family is getting closer and closer with the minivan to the airport, but traffic is totally blocked up because just like in the Atlanta area, everyone has heard of this and everyone's heading there as well. Um, so she gets out and runs through the traffic on foot. Um, and I'm like, I, if I had to do that, like, just give it up. Just give it up. I'd never and make so it. She- yeah. And maybe a meteor won't land on you, you know? Um, <laughs> so she's given up her plan of uh, meeting at 
her father's house at Grandpa's place. No, she, she, she doesn't changed. give it up. But she now she, she's still trying to get Nathan first. She's trying to get Nathan first, and she knows right, and then she knows that they were headed to the airport. Yeah, she's trying to get Nathan first. So she's okay. only get on that Nathan. plan right now. Get Nathan. Yep. And then regroup yep. at Pappy's. Yep. Yeah, then regroup. Okay. So she's there screaming and like trying to cut the line. She's like, I'm just trying to find my son. I'm not trying to board. I like there's been a kidnapping, there's been a situation. A good Samaritan who's working it is kind enough to try and walk her through everything. All the medical tents. And by the way, they're all volunteers. So in the first one when they were rejected in Atlanta, uh, and she was begging with one of the personnel, I forgot this part. She's like, well, my family wasn't chosen. I'm volunteering for this. Like, why? I, I mean, I guess for the good of humanity, but I think I would just be at home, like, with a glass of wine. Just glass waiting wine. for the end. I, I'm just... I doing meth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have a meth pipe in every orifice. Yeah, all of them. All of them. Both of your ears. <laughs> I was trying to be I'd conservative. Be in my ears. <laughs> So anyway, this good Samaritan um, is like showing her around all the tented areas where people have been convening and they go from one to the next, probably 10 of them until finally Nathan is there and found like, you're really good at finding stuff, Allison, Mrs. Jerry B. Um, So they're reunited. And one of the nurses is like, I made up as good a sick bag for him as I could with our supplies for the diabetes. So they have that now, too. These volunteers are beautiful, beautiful people. I know. Jerry B. breaks into a house near where he'd been in the field with the hammer murder. Um, and he turns on the news. I'm like, why is news still even being made? How is cable working, but your cell reception's not? But fine. This is the world that they're living in. Um, so mm -hmm. cities are being even more destroyed. So he sees the footage of that. More fragments have landed. It's just, like, utter destruction. And on the news, they say the extinction level event like at the rate it's going, is tomorrow. So Jerry watches the news for a hot minute, and then he borrows the car, another car, borrows the car from this household, which has been abandoned, and leaves a note saying like, hey, I took your car. If I survive, I promise I'll bring it back. Bit of fun. A lot of note play in this movie, too. That's fun. How did, how did he uh, make the car start? He I think the keys it. were there. I think everything was there to be had. From inside yeah. the house. Uh, okay, so then Jerry B shows up at the father-in-law, played by Scott Glenn. Yes, I was wondering when this guy was going to show up. My boy. <laughs> yeah. So he's a father-in-law, but um, Jerry B is the first to arrive. They rap for a minute over the situation. Scott Glenn is there with three buddies over playing a game of cards. Very nonchalant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, hey, Jerry B, we'll do it in. That's yeah. what Scott Glenn should be doing. Yeah, absolutely. What a righteous, what a righteous endeavor. <laughs> so then um, back at the airport, Allison and Nathan, everyone's so goddamn nice with these Good Samaritans. They're, they're like, okay, well, we can probably get you on a military bus, like as near to where your father lives. Would that be okay? She's like, that'd be so grateful. So she gets on a military bus, what? gets close um, to the, to the dads um she gets let off at like a strip mall um and she calls the dad from a payphone because cell signals are done yeah yep and jerry b is there so she's like we're at this like mini mall like whatever like a few minutes away can you come get us, <laughs> can you come pick us up in the mall? <laughs> uh, like and jerry b's like i can't i'm deep into this <laughs> poker game 
Yeah, your father-in-law. Your father's got me in. He's, he's it. I'm into him for two hundred fifty dollars already. I'm on a heater. <laughs> yeah, I've been drinking. Yeah, I've been drinking. We said what we wouldn't do? do this in front of dad. So, but eventually he does go um, and brings him back to the house. Uh, End of movie. <laughs> that would be the greatest movie ever. <laughs> Hi, Dad. Hey. Hey. Me in. <laughs> Got some insulin in the fridge. Yeah. Um, so they're all there, family of four. They watch more news because news is still being broadcast. I'm like, why are these people, like, everyone's just doing their job. Anyway, they hear more news, and now finally Greenland is confirmed that there are bunkers that have been prepared for this. Um, like Jerry had heard from the military overhearing in the first hitchhike vehicle for him. And Jerry's like, okay, we need to get there. We just need to get to Greenland and we'll figure it out from there. Like, I promise you, if we get there, we'll get on the bunker. I'll get you into the bunker. Um, like, how are you so confident? And all there's, I guess it makes sense that they don't really discuss the right and wrong of it. Like we've already been rejected. Should we do it because you think everyone is trying to get there right now the news has been leaked on the to yes. everyone now everyone will try to go there yeah, yeah. so i mean i'd go to graceland you know what I mean? <laughs> i've always wanted to see it <laughs> you guys go to greenland cool i'm going to graceland <laughs> rock and roll never dies <laughs> <laughs> in a private moment, the grandpa Scott Glenn chews Jerry out for cheating. It's like every marriage, which we did not know had occurred until this point. We just knew that the marriage had been rocky. He's like, every marriage struggles, but that doesn't give you the right to go tomcatting with another woman. And Jerry says, I know that, Scott Glenn, and I have to live with that for the rest of my life, which may be another six hours. He doesn't say that. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, now's the time to bring this up, Scott Glenn. <laughs> He's also been drinking. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's been drinking. Can we talk about yeah. this later? Um, and Scott Glenn refuses to join them. He's like, one of my wife Mary, my late wife Mary, your mother. Like, she went up to the heavens, and I'm ready to join her. If that's today, fine. If that's a month from now, fine. If that's ten years from now, fine. But I'm not going away from this household that I've created with her. Like, I'm at peace. This is where things end for me. And so they Amen, all, brother. yeah. So they they take his car, or I guess. Whatever, another friggin' car, um, and have a tender goodbye. And the son's like, "I'm never gonna see you again, Grandpa, am I?" He's like, "No, no. I'll, once this all clears up, I'll I'll come and find you guys." And it was pretty moving. I I moved. That's <laughs> deeply moving. Scott Glenn could come find them though. Yeah. Yeah. I w- I, w- I would like. I would know that factually he's almost probably not happening, but I'd believe Scott Glenn. I'd believe him. Yeah. It's very grizzled. Very. Um, so their new game plan is, so the first time that Jerry B had hitchhiked with the caravan, they had been saying they were trying to get to Canada and then get to Greenland. So he's like, I, let's just do that. So that's their new plan. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, again, my map skills, notoriously bad, but I think Canada's like closer. Like yeah. Go east. But I think they yeah. don't make it that far. I don't know. They're like, let's just get any opportunity to fly to Greenland and take it from there. But they're driving north in the car because and I guess it takes a while to get to whatever the next airfield is going to be. They have some uh, private time to discuss the separation and make amends after the Scott Glenn chewing of Jerry B. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm exactly where I want to be. I love you. 
all that. Amends, marriage, all good. So then that the rings in the Excellent. car. Yeah. While while Nathan is asleep or Yeah, or like headphones or something. Or listening. I don't know. They seemed pretty uh unfiltered about it. Well, I'm glad they could make it right. <laughs> yeah. So then before a, they go to Greenland. Yeah. A news alert comes on the radio, um, reaffirming um the destruction level and the timeline of it and the Greenland thing and traffic goes mental because, of course, everyone's trying to get away and north into airfields. So once again, Jerry off-roads it while, like, everything is just, like, chaotic. We see helicopters being, like, shot down in their midst and traffic bumper to bumper and, like, people ramming into each other. It's just chaos. Who's shooting down a helicopter? Like a crazy... Gun nut? I guess. Yeah, America. In yeah. Shed. yeah, America. Yeah. Oh, right. I forgot. Americans. America is shutting down, shooting down American helicopters. Basically. My and, word. Yeah. And then there's another broadcast. It's like the final radio broadcast. And the radio person's like, please, everyone stay safe. It's like their final sign off. Pretty chilling. And now it's silence. And they're on a secluded dark road. Like backwoods style. Um, he finds a private runway airfield situation and the small plane is about to take off, but then they drive in front of the runway in its path. Fantastic. Not as actiony as that, but like, it's, you know, they're in its way and they're like, okay, we'll trade you. Like, let us come on. We'll be happy to move our car out of the way. And he's like, how much do you weigh? And Jerry B tries to lower down his weight and they're like, give me a break, man. And he confesses his real weight and <laughs> what did he say? Do you remember what he said? He Goodbye. said, yeah, he said 118. One, yeah, he's no, he said 180, 185. And they're like, give me a break. He's like, I don't know, two, 210. I was locked into that information. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think Jerry B weighs? I, I believe mean, with, with beard, he's 250 pounds. Easy. <laughs> yeah. It's at least 31 pounds of beard. Yeah. Easy. And then muscle weighs more than fat. And, you know, Jerry's got some muscles on him. How much do balls mm-hmm. weigh? <laughs> All right. So they conveniently found a plane that was about to take off and they stopped it with their car. Yep. So they make the trade. They're allowed on. Um, and also at some point before this, the son had said, I heard that when you die, your life flashes before your eyes. But wouldn't it be nicer if that happened like anyway? Like so we all like experience that and so in flight jerry b based on that discussion flashes back to their early family days like a little montage just like light-hearted stuff like playing on the swing the son's third birthday party like candle blowing out stuff like that wow wow okay really real emphasis on family that mm-hmm. i the family unit the more than i expected i uh, totally in the grand tradition of the fury i a lot of family <laughs> Uh, me familiar. <laughs> so they're starting to touch down over Greenland. They see a fragment hit nearby, um, and the sonic boom of that knocks the plane like off course, um, and it crashes. Did um, that meteor chunk hit Greenland? Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Right. Greenland. Okay. Because Greenland wasn't selected because they figured out no meteors are going to hit it. It was selected because it has. They've been building bunkers for years in anticipation of such an event. Yeah, it wasn't Greenland clear really on Greenland. Too. Like, why? How long, it, how long are they flying for? Like enough for him to flash back his whole life. I but mean, like, it's be a three wasn't hour like flight. a little propeller plane? No, oh, it was yeah. bigger than that. It, it had probably like forty people. Oh, okay. Okay, like a small jet. Yeah. 
Like a small private situation. Okay, yeah. So a sonic a sonic boom from a meteor hitting the Earth would definitely rattle a small plane like that. Small. I think it would rattle any craft. plane. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So it hit Greenland or it hit near Greenland. Yeah, and so they're they knocked off course um, and they crash. Not like a destructive crash, but like skid into the wrong place. So they're not at the bunkers yet. Um, and the pilot that they'd brokered the deal with gets impaled. He's dead. Yep. So Jerry they landed the plane. <laughs> no, they've landed. They're crashed. Yeah. But Jerry sees him. He's like, just let it go. Like, just go, man. So he's like on the cusp of death. Um, and so they all, and- all the passengers come out onto the ground and they're like, we're not in the right place. And Jerry B like looks from like a grassy knoll. He's like, there, I see it. Like I can see military trucks that way. Like let's follow. So they follow that direction on foot. And get picked up by a vehicle. There's so many vehicles in this movie. Get picked oh, up by a military and truck. People and, are willing. And everyone's willing to stop and let people into their vehicle. So it's very much. kind. Yeah, I know. It's a different people. world than what I what I thought I knew. I like it. It's hopeful. Maybe we will behave this way when um, when the meteor strikes. I mean, so far during the global pandemic, it hasn't been encouraging. <laughs> no, it's not. That's true. Well, Welcome to our comedy podcast. <laughs> So they're picked up, all the passengers are being picked up by this military truck, and, like, no one's really asking any questions. Like, the wristband QR code thing's kind of out the window at this point. Like, you've made it this sure. far. You're uh, in the country of Greenland. Yeah. yeah, you got to Greenland. Wristband. You're in the music festival now, baby. Now you're in this party. <laughs> yeah, but now you're I like, just going to dig those ecstasy pills out of your butt. That's it. <laughs> but and I'm... let the Tiesto just wash over you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, they're picked up and taken to the bunker. And so I think it was three or four structures. They just look like big, gray, bland, like biosphere, whatever, uh, tent they're style. They're ground. Yeah. That's a surprising choice. I wonder if Jerry B., the structural engineer, will point that out. He would be like, guys, doesn't. let's move these underground. <laughs> Maybe it goes <laughs> deeper, but like definitely there's an above ground, like in plain sight structure and they don't look that big but once we get closer i guess they are so everyone's like racing into them like there's no check-in process anymore like we said you're like in the festival just get inside one of these structures um the big one's like coming like it's imminent now i see just get to safety yeah so everyone's running in there's just like um like military style bunk bed cots just all laid out um, and so they, they take one, the Jerry B family just takes one. Um, and the son's like, we're all going to die now, aren't we? And Jerry B says, it doesn't matter. We're all together. The three of us and mom and dad love you so much. It doesn't matter what happens. Cause we're together. I was moved. Um, yeah. and so they just close I'm their moved. eyes and like wait for impact. And Jerry B flashes back again to more family moments. Um, uh, and then it goes black. And I thought the movie was going to end like that. And I was okay yeah. with it, but it doesn't. But I really did think that was the ending, and we just weren't even sure if they had survived or not. But was, was it also long enough into the movie that that would be a reasonable expectation at that point? Oh yeah, this is like an hour fifty in. Okay, all right. Um, but the movie is actually seventy-seven <laughs> minutes longer than this. No, like three. Uh, so they come out from it. They open the door uh, to the bunkers, and every city has basically been destroyed in the world. Like just, and now ash is falling to answer your question. 
ash is yeah. falling yeah. and so then there's like a, an announcer over everything they're like okay we've waited for the for the air to clear so it's unclear how long they've been in there i guess days but we don't see any of that activity we don't see that we don't see them eat no yeah okay we don't see any of that it's just like however long it took for the air quality to be okay we're at that point now from cutting to black um with the impact Uh so the bunker lights turn on they get this announcement that okay everyone can go outside now um and so everyone goes out into the clear air um and it's just like wilderness because it's greenland and then they start getting chatter like okay this is bunker katmandu we're here we like we survived this is bunker Sao Paulo, this is Bunker Moscow, this is whatever, like everywhere across the globe. Burlington. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's is, yeah. that. It's this just is like Bunker North Palawanda. <laughs> um, wait, so that's it. So the, this is humanity will survive because Greenland was just one of the pods of specials. Yeah, just one of many pods. But then I started wondering okay, if Moscow has a pod, why didn't like Seattle get a pod? Like, why did they have to go so far? All I know is that they all survive from all the bunkers across the world, and it's, like, an affirmation that life can be rebuilt. But, like, me just looking at it, I'll pass. We've been on the run, driving in the sun, looking out for number one. California, here we come, right back where we started from. Well, hustlers, grab your guns, your shadow weighs a ton, driving down the 101. California, here we come, right back where we started from. California! Nothing's gonna stop me now California, here we come Right back where we started from A pedal to the floor, thinking of the war Gotta get us to the show California, here we come Right back where we started from California California 
California. 